When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast. With me, Russell Guyver, and my co-host, Peter Marsh. Hello, Peter. How do you, Russ? Well, how do? Have a good day. It's a very nice day. It's a lovely day. Blazing hot sun, late summer, early autumn beauty, isn't it? We're in South London... But no way that you wouldn't approve of. It's not palace territory. Although it is mildly. Although technically it is, isn't it? Yeah. I think overall situation it is. We're on our way to Bromley versus... We're on our way. We're on our way. Bromley versus Oldham Athletic, National League Premier Division. How did we get there? I don't know. How did we get there? Oh, I don't care, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) All I know is we are on our way. We are indeed, yeah. And it is going to be ground number 174 for me, my fourth new ground of the season following Chalfont St Peter. Yes, I did say Chalfont St Peter. Uh, Slough Town, where I did co-coms with Peter Vale, the Worthing commentator, and Chesterfield last weekend, who beat, thanks to a late comeback, Dagenham and Redbridge 3-1. Peter... It's ground number 174 for me. How many are you on? You're, you're not 162 doing... or something. 163 maybe you'd have to today. Not bad, not bad. And you've done AFC Wimbledon this year already? Yeah, I've done Wimbledon. That's my one so far. So probably it'll be number two. Number one today. And you are going ahead of me. And this is where the envy comes in from my side of things. You are doing Marseille. I am not. Yeah. Coming up, looming well, on the horizon. You can be envious once I come out alive, judging by the, uh, <laughs> the police and... Uh, everything else like coming out of the club this week well which we'll get on to later on because we, we will not do. impressed with the way that was handled you say later on very soon in fact <laughs> uh, just to quickly mention this is a also a match day special so shortly you are going to hear from our dearly beloved friends from the Manchester area Indiana and Rochdale as they are known Indiana because his surname's Jones it's Alistair Jones and Rochdale because he lives in Rochdale Nick Ansley quite less interesting way of reason <laughs> yeah Alistair and, it will, and friends will be giving us their feedback their views and their uh, reactions to what's going on up at Old Trafford whereas, today whereas we're holding ourselves back for City yeah we're budgeting we've, we've avoided all the expenditure of travelling to Manchester which we are doing for the City game later on and maybe a few pubs as well yeah by keeping our powder dry and spending loads of money on beer going to Bromley instead uh, there we go anyway uh, let's talk about Marseille then I'm not going you are you've got all your bookings done yep. you're going uh, the ticketing is going to be fine guaranteed a ticket I understand in your in your uh, loyalty yeah, point bracket yeah I mean I was in the first of the two sections yep. at work so. So, so no worries there and you've got your ticket now yep all yep. sorted excellent good seats happy what, with them yeah and it was like in the frankly the most safest area of like but not too much to climb. That there is kind of, there is no safe that, areas yeah. in Marseille, Peter. It, it was what seemed like the safest on paper, <laughs> plus also not too far to climb. That was Peter, my, uh, Peter, it's a war zone. You'll, you'll be lucky to get out alive. That's what they're saying online. Talk about that and rant about that, yeah. if you will. So my... And I'm sure the club had no real choice in the matter. I'm going to go... Okay. Yep, we're walking uh, to the ground, by the way. Directional uh, conversations will, will abound here from time to time so we don't get lost and go fuck yeah yeah we walked 30 minutes away past the ground yeah uh, anyway yes we're so. not in Bromley anymore <laughs> yeah. isn't um, it yeah so my, my feeling is that clubs like Marseille who clearly can't keep away fans say shouldn't be allowed in Europe 
if I'm honest. It's like if, you're, if your whole policy is to treat away fans like they're treating Brighton fans, rather than actually trying to make a difference with the home fans, then actually they shouldn't... I think we should go down, down this way, yeah. Yeah. We're going to the Bromley Town Bowls Club. That's where the, the game is. We know it? how to live, don't we? Um, so yeah, I, might, that's, I mean, it sounds, and obviously I've not travelled to Bright, watch Brighton in Europe before, but it seems crazy that we have to be bussed out from all these coaches, kept in 45 minutes and not allowed to go to parts of the town. And, you know, maybe they should actually investigate what's wrong with the, the people who are local who are actually causing this problem, rather than just treating away fans like shit. Well, the, what's wrong with the, uh, the home fans in that area is they have the worst reputation yeah. for football but hooliganism in Europe. maybe they should actually do some work and actually do something about, oh... There's a floodlight through there. We can see floodlights. I like seeing yes. floodlights. As far as I know, it's not a part of Bromley. We can't turn <laughs> up in this afternoon. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, the whole restriction's about going into the port area, and, and there's people who've booked hotels in yeah, the port and area. That was, I, I thought and they're that, told, that, don't book hotels that was from the club. It's have. like, yeah, what sort of idiot <laughs> thinks that people haven't booked a hotel already? It's like, it's like two weeks to the game, or a week and a half, no, three weeks to the game. I, Less I, than three weeks now. I put it to you that about 5% maximum of the people intending to go to the game have not booked. And they're probably ones who are at the end of the system. They're not sure if they're going to get a ticket. Yeah, exactly. So they're the ones who are like that. Yeah. But, and even then, I probably booked a kind of like... I'd have booked a refundable one, you know, and done that. Well, Peter so is... it's, it's just insane. The club were... To me, they were naive with that, that comment. It's like, well, who do you think hasn't booked a hotel already? Yeah. And the whole way they're treating fans is just disgusting. And actually, obviously, I know the club have no say on it, but... We should actually be treating Marseille fans like that. Bust them into Port Saints like that, and then like Fisher's Gate, yeah, I say. Fisher's Gate, anywhere along the south coast, and tell them they're <laughs> going to get a coach from there. They can't be seen in Brighton because if you keep treating clubs like this well when they travel, but then they treat you like shit when they're not going to give a shit. Whereas actually, if we started saying, "Well, actually, we're going to do the same for you," well, that, that actually it could work. You know, why not? They're away fans would go, "That was a shit experience." You go, "Well, actually, that's what you did to us." Yeah, but this could this could involve pyrotechnics in Fisher's Gate. This could this could be <laughs> carnage, Peter. Um, you well, know, I'm not sure Fisher Skate is ready for the Marseille <laughs> Massive. Um, it's just, yeah, it just feels I, like they're allowed to get away with murder. I think the I pop- mean, the- we were literally banned from Europe for years, obviously over Heisen, which is obviously, in terms of numbers, a lot worse. But in terms of the amount Marseille have done over the years, yeah, I mean, this they is get the away thing. with so much. This is the thing. French football is in a state of disarray. It's in a state of chaos. Uh, hooliganism is rife. It's the worst in Europe, barring if you can call Turkey Europe. I know it's a debatable one. Um... You know, it's, it's the worst in Europe. It's, it's that bad. It's up there with Argentina yeah. or down there with Argentina with it, and Brazil. If we did half the stuff that... Mar- Imagine if we came into Europe and we're like Marseille and we're like, well, no, you can't do this. You're actually probably say we can't take part then. I mean, French I mean, football... They're already trying to fuck us over with the whole USG stuff. Even though, like, loads of teams are allowed to get, take part. You know, uh, Leipzig and Salzburg are fucking owned by, both owned by Red Bull, but they're able to get away with it. Yeah. And transfer players between them. But yet somehow we're not allowed to... French football culture, the problem with it is... And it's a really big problem. It's, it's, They're all French. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. Now, hooliganism is rife. And this is the problem. Certain clubs, and we, we, we can include the likes of Lyon, and we can include the likes of various other yeah. clubs. We're talking PSG, and most particularly Marseille. Marseille have the worst reputation. But also, the police hate English people, because you can see by the Liverpool uh, European final... That was English, a disgrace, the by English the way. The English rugby one last weekend in Marseille, where they were basically having to fight their way in and kind of like basically crowded into an area really? yeah it was horrendous from the sound of it I did hear a bit about that but I didn't know the details but no I mean that was I a disgrace I love the fact they've got an outside saying Bromley signs <laughs> a that, sign in Bromley sign, saying Bromley a signs a sign advertising their signs yeah right, that's it's, all sure it is it's a sign <laughs> yeah, it's a sign that we've seen some signs. Um, no, I mean, the, the hooliganism issue in France is, is rife. Uh, all, all of the big clubs have a major problem yeah. with it. It is affecting games. But they games. don't tackle it. They just seem to just not give a shit. It's yeah, like... I mean, all they do is they'll, they'll ban away France for a number of matches yeah. and they will restrict but major... But they should be actually trying to do something to actually tackle it rather than just being like, oh, well... Players are getting assaulted, games are getting abandoned. Yeah. It's that bad. And Marseille well, are the, end of the worst. Well, the last season, the, the relegation battle was decided by an abandoning game because of crowd trouble, well, which I'm, was disgraceful for the team who actually were relegated for no fault exactly. of their own. Well, I'm not going to the game. In fact, that was one of the considerations. I had to cut one at least from my schedule for budgetary reasons, and that was pretty much the reasoning for, for going for that one in particular. Iconic though the stadium will be, but you are going. How do you feel about it all? Are you it's comfortable with it all? You, not you haven't massively, booked... no, but I mean, it'll end up being... I think with the, tr- the coaches, hopefully, barring people throwing top of the coaches, it will be safe but not fun. 
Yeah. But it'll be, you know, I, I don't want to miss the first European game. That's my away the from home. The important thing is, have you found some craft beer places? I have actually got a list of craft beer places <laughs> in all three locations. And would this be uh, courtesy of your wife's research? No, my re- that was actually oh, my okay. research. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, it's a football day. Yeah. Different rules apply, eh? No, it's, oh, no, I, yeah. I, no, also craft beer, I can do the research as well. It's like a mix there. Yeah, I know, but your, your, your wife is pretty on the ball with it, so I've got, I've got to say fair play. You've taken the ball by the horns. I've taken a beer by the horns. <laughs> Maybe you can do some audio of that, mm. Marseille, who knows? Sacre bird. You can record uh, the stones hitting the coach as you leave the ground later on. Anyway, we're, we're here at Bromley versus Oldham Athletic today. Uh, ground number 174 for me, ground number 163 for you. Brilliant numbers, fantastic. I'm, we, we're now sad, thinking, I think, the sad is the word, we're, we're looking at <laughs> doing the 92, which we're, we're on, I'm on 88, you're on 89 yeah. at the moment, but I'm thinking now we do the 116. And that's about yeah. quite a few local. I think I'm on. I think I'm on 17 now. This will be my 17th national league round. Is it? Oh, you're yeah, ahead of me. A lot of neat ones I've been, over the years that I've been to. This is number 15 for me. In this, I've seen Barnet a few as well. And yeah. We've got to do Eastley next time. Eastley. Yeah. There's, a, there's a few southern ones that are still... There's like two or three southern ones that yeah. are still around. Obviously, there's still Gateshead, for example, which is quite a, uh, a yeah. distance. And Fylde haven't been to. And yeah. Well, we're looking at the ground there. We've, we're looking through the gate and there's the... Uh, Oxford yeah. City, of course, for me, which you've been to. I've been to that one, yeah. The iconic away... Uh, I think it's the away end, isn't it? Where they've got yeah. the, the white sort of like... Um, what do you call that? The... Uh, supporting things for the roof I don't know what the word is Joy- Joust or jo- joints joints, joints yeah uh, and a terrace behind the goal I think that's the away end Oldham should bring a big big crowd today iconic might be a strong word iconic might be a strong word but I'm, I'm not sure anything about Bromley's ground is iconic I'm brandishing it like a real ale pint of which we've had none at all have we Peter so far I mean to be fair we probably haven't I mean we had like I have one but no, oh, one was it? One, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, here we go. I was thinking more that in terms of actually, I've had like kind of craft beer instead today. Oh, oh yes, yeah, fair enough. Right, we're going into the ground. Uh, we're going to hope we're allowed in because uh, yeah, people are keep bringing out t- 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 yeah, paper tickets, and I like, we've I only got like online ones. So I, w- I wouldn't let us in if I was me. No, uh, but anyway. We are, we are now going to hand things over to our good friends Alistair and Nick, our Manchester-based Seagulls, who are, are far the game. more sane people that we know. Far more sane, but they do like a real ale. Nick doesn't like the sours so much. Anyway, it's over He's to those He's quite sour boys. about them. He is very sour about them, and very bitter about them as well, to be honest. Uh, we're handing it over to yeah. him then for the match day special element to do with the Albion at Man U today. Predictions on that very quickly. I'm going to I, I, I was thinking all. goals... But then I'm I thought that semi final, it was nil nil after 120 minutes. That so. can't happen again. 2 yeah. 2 2 2 2 seems to be. Yeah. Especially my mate Dave Bird, who was saying 2 2. We're both going Desmond's here. I'm yeah. pretty guaranteed that there will be a, definitely be a decision against us on well, of course from the referee of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we won there last year, there was like three pretty terrible yeah, decisions no. against us. So. And, and this season, mm. I'm just talking about that Wolves penalty incident. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we will hand it over to them, and at the end of the podcast, it'll come back to us where we will give we, our we feedback. Maybe barely stood up. Barely stood up. Giving our feedback on whatever the hell's happened at Old Trafford and also a little bit about what's happened here today at Bromley versus Oldham. Okay. See you later. See you later, folks. Hello and welcome to Stretford. Uh, I'm here with Nick, uh, Ahmed, Dave, Richard and uh, Alison. Uh, we're here in Stretford Food Hall and it is uh, two o'clock on Saturday, uh, just got getting ready for kickoff, and um, yeah, just been talking about the game and uh, reading reading the paper. Uh, we've got a story here about Fatty or Farty. We weren't quite sure how to pronounce his name, uh, and I was talking about the article as well. In uh, was it in the Times or something about Tony for, from Tony Bloom, uh, and we've just had the lineup a- announced. So we've got Steel Lamperty Dunk, the Hood, ah, Gross, Lalana, Welbeck, Mitima, Adingra, Van Heck, and Veltman. So, uh, is Fatty on the bench? Yeah, Fatty's on the bench. Uh, Ferguson's on the bench. And Fergie's on the bench. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, really interesting. So, um, uh, literally, we've just had that come up on the phone. So, um, I'm going to throw straight to Nick for his initial thoughts on the match. Well, we've, we've, this is our first home game, effectively, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, uh, literally, for those of you listening to the pod who don't know, so my name's Alistair, and I live 10 minutes walk or 12... 12 minutes walk from Old Trafford I live literally in Stretford so and I have done since 2002 although I'm a Brighton fan originally from down south yeah yeah so I'm I, we've, I live in Rochdale so uh, I should be a City fan really but <laughs> should be a Rochdale fan you should be at Spotland yeah no I'm, I'm looking at the lineup. I'm yeah I mean it's uh, not what we were expecting no 
Um, we were hoping to see uh, Fergie in there, weren't we? Yeah. Um, yep. But no, no. I'm, the big worry for this game is the way we've been bigged up. Whenever we get bigged yeah. up on a game, my we, worry is we tend to lose it. Yeah, absolutely. I've had, I don't know how many texts from my United friends saying, oh, an easy win for you guys today. We're not expecting much from us. I don't think we'll ever see three players again. Um, there's obviously a culture thing going on then obviously we're not going to talk about um, what's going on at United because yeah well who's interested in what's going on at United we're more interested in what's going on in Brighton which is exciting stuff at the minute yeah yeah, definitely well pretty much everyone that I know is a United fan including my um plumber is fitting a new bathroom at the moment <laughs> so, so you need to hope we don't we don't whack them too much because yeah, otherwise you might end up like not being able to go to the loo no, and flush it although my bathroom won't be fitted if we beat them on, yeah but um the, they're all worried about this game but I'm looking at this lineup. so we've, we'd, we're interested in the new ones aren't we the new players we've not seen yet yeah, yeah. so what Dahoud uh, Adingra I think are new they'll look good um, they're saying in the background that it's seven, seven changes you say seven changes seven changes wow. yeah. that's Very a lot different. Different. Yeah. yeah so obviously uh, he's maybe worried about people coming back from international break and, and how people are also he doesn't really think that Fatty's quite ready yet yeah it's a bit of a worry isn't it we're going into a, a big game against one of the uh, the teams that have got a really good home record and um, I'm a bit worried about it but look look you know we're, we're still in the top six we're a good we're a good team we got Matoma in there, Welbeck. You know, it's a good team. So, still, still confident. I mean, I predicted a four-one win to us. So, <laughs> so, 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 so um, you're being optimistic there, Nick. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never won at Old Trafford until last season, and now you're predicting a four-one win. The arrogance of you—you're just an entitled fan, Nick. But I'd, I'd been working on the basis that Fergie was going to be playing up front. So uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. absolutely fear Fergie as well. And the number, the, the amount of rubbish I've heard from United fans about, oh, Fergie's a United fan; he should really be playing for us. Well, if he were playing for you, he wouldn't have even probably even got on the bench. I know. And, yeah, absolutely. Fergie is like apparently he's actually a United player in a bright and in a shirt at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, that, according to all the United. <laughs> fans I talk to but let's face it if he'd been at United he'd, he'd probably not even be allowed to play at the minute because no. of some culture thing that we yeah well let's not go there again no, no. He's, but he's been looked after he's been developed we've we've invested in him and he's having a, he's playing his socks off for us yeah no I'm, no actually I'm looking forward to this actually this game is going to be the one that's going to be a bit of an acid test for us where yeah. we're going to be you know talking about contending for top six again if we can beat these I think we really can because it's for me this game Newcastle game have been the two that I was looking forward to seeing yeah. this should set out our standard for the rest of the season yeah. It, yeah. it sort of did when we beat them first game of last season didn't yeah. it yeah absolutely it set the tone for the whole season I yeah. think this could set the tone for the rest of our season if we beat these yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're not really truly saying that we can base our season on, on our results against Luton and against Wolves and, and to be fair even West Ham no I mean, and then we actually played quite well against West Ham. I mean, they yeah. they sussed us out, and their tactics was spot on. But we bounced back against Newcastle. I think, to me, this this is going to be our tough our toughest test to date. I really do. I mean, I, I'm joking about the four one, but I do think we can beat them. I do. I think we can beat them with this team as well. But it's a surprise, isn't it? The other surprise is they've, they've swapped the keeper around again, haven't they? This, yeah. Yeah. And I always worry when you keep swapping keepers and you don't get that settled defence that the keeper and the defence are in sync. So you know, those are a few worries for me. But. One encouraging thing, though, for me, it's great to see Lamperty starting. I think it's his first start since he's come back. Yeah, but he did great against Newcastle for that little cameo he came yeah, on yeah. for, didn't he? Yeah. So he, he looked like he still got his speed. He looked yeah. like he was trying to take on the, the their attack. He, he was quick that day. Yeah. Wow. No, no, we were impressed. He had some of his star man qualities coming back. So absolutely. What 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 are your thoughts about the, today, Alison? Well, I I'm thinking that there could be quite a few goals. Um, I predicted a two-all draw. The goals are from um, who? Oh. The goals are from who? Oh, you can predict the scorers. I, I, sure. I think it's going to be a 3-2 win to Brighton. You think 3-2? Think so who, who do you reckon is going to... Of those that are starting, or do you reckon it'll be when people come on that we'll get, actually get a win, Ahmed? Sorry? Do you, who do you think will be will be our main... You know, who do you think is going to score the goals? Because we've not got a named striker on the, on the, uh, on the pitch. Unfortunately, today it's going to be Welbeck scoring the goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Welbeck's not even starting today. Or a drinker. He's not starting. I think a drinker. Oh, oh, I missed, I missed Welbeck. Oh, right. Okay, so Welbeck. So we do have a name striker at the front. Yeah. So, so, but Welbeck's not not yet scored against United, has he? 
but I think a dinger, a dinger is very sharp and uh, I think there may be a few surprises today. Let's hope so. A dinger looked great in the in the pre-season, didn't he? Right, I'm, I'm, I'm not a United fan, but I can't remember. They've got two new signings that they're thinking of blooding today. One of them's yeah. a striker, isn't he? Yes. Isn't yeah. he a Denmark's Danish striker? Similar uh, to Har- Har- Yeah, similar to Harden. I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah. my worry is they're going to bring him on and he's going to be a bit of a star for them today. He's going to lift the crowd. I know they're in a bit of turmoil, United, at the moment, but that's... That's to say the least. That's to say the least, but that's off the pitch. You know, on the pitch, they haven't looked terrible. Against Arsenal, they looked all right. So, you know, that is my, my real niggle in the back of my mind is... They played okay against Arsenal. They've got these two new sign-ins. It'll be a big lift. Ooh, that's my worry. Yeah, it's a potential pitfall, isn't it, for us? But let's not forget Matoma as well. Yeah, he's going to be quite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where is Solly March? Is Solly March not even on the bench? He's not even on the bench. No. So he's made, uh, I think, six or seven changes from the last game, which, considering we beat Newcastle three-one, is pretty remarkable. But maybe it's reflective of a strong squad, but also the different uh, competitions we're in this season yeah absolutely and it wasn't and Solly March didn't even have any international thing what, what do you think David I think obviously after European glory aren't we you know <laughs> these, with all these changes um, looking forward to seeing Dahoud playing because um, yeah. when I've seen him I've been impressed by him um, maybe not quite up to the pace of the Premier League yet but but technically very good very classy player so um, so I'm not too worried about the, the midfield um, but um yeah, it'll be in, in, interesting to see whether people like Adingra can uh, step up in this match. Um, but I would hesitate to make any predictions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever you make a prediction, uh, you, it always comes back to bite you. I think the one thing that I thought really was that if we score the first goal, then we're more likely to win. If they score the first goal, then they're more likely to win. I just, just, just the way that our seasons have gone, you know, like basically our, our, our play does seem to rely on us oh do you think so I think Man U will score the first goal and will come from behind to win the game you are that's spoken like a confident man Ahmed <laughs> totally. just, he always just, just one more point someone's just raised is that there's no Estupinian in this team at all anywhere yeah no because um, it wasn't it um, uh, in the uh, in the press he conference, RDZ said that Estupinian's yeah. tired coming yeah. back from his yeah. international yeah so he's, he's been left out which is, really does significantly weaken the team but Let's see. Let's see how we get on. Yeah, excellent. Well, onwards and upwards. We're now leaving the strap for food hall. We're going to walk up the A56 up Chester Road. And um, yeah, next time you hear us, we'll be in Old Trafford. It's 1-0 to Brighton. It's half time. We're at Old Trafford. And I never thought I would see the day that a VAR decision goes our way. So apart from the fact that we also saw Welbeck score against his old club. And we were just saying on the way up, well, I was saying, I never think I'll see him score against his old club either. We've seen quite a few firsts today. Yeah, we were talking about it at lunchtime, weren't we, about uh, Welbeck scoring. Yeah. And, and there he goes and does it. And literally before that goal, we were saying a Dingra hadn't actually crossed when he had the chance to, and he first cross scores. Yeah, so, uh, it was, yeah we, just, we hadn't seen one cross going from that right wing into the, into the box, had we? And we've been banging on about that right wing, looking a bit suspect, because um, uh, Rashford's been marauding down that wing all game, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And that, 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 I suppose... You know, that's our biggest worry now for second half is uh, Rashford doing whatever Rashford does because he's their only player, really. Yeah, it, well, he's, he's looked their most dangerous player for the first half, totally. Yeah. And obviously, their they're number 11, their new Danish player, uh, potentially scoring the goal that wasn't. Yeah. But I think that's the difference between Rashford and uh, Aguero. Aguero's first goal, he cut it in and managed to keep it in play, yeah. whereas Rashford was too slow and it just went out of play. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping he has that lock all through the rest of the game because... Um, yeah, one more goal from us. I think we've won it. Don't know what would happen if they get one. I think it'll be uh, very close. But I have to say, we have looked very accomplished, very assured. With all those changes, nothing's changed. It's still the same away. We do everything. It's, it's been really good to watch. But some of that stuff around the back is still bloody nerve tingling. Absolutely. And there's a few times where Adingra lost it on the right wing. And then there were times when uh, Dahoud as well in the middle looked... I mean, he's, he's got big boots to fill, hasn't he, in Casado? But, yeah. but yeah, I think um, if it weren't for that VAR um, thing, and obviously we'd be one all, we'd be, we'd be back, back to square one. Yeah. But I, I'm convinced we're still going to need another goal to get a win. Yeah, and, and actually, Matoma has been millimetres away from getting away from uh, his marker and getting on yeah. goal. Yeah. Not quite done it yet. But here, they're coming back out now. So, uh, 
some of them are. That's the substitutes. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's the subs coming out now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we carry on in the same vein, but a little bit more incisive when we get into that last third, possibly. Yeah, because there have been times when we've not had our, our, our kind of stats. So we've, we've just edged it on the stats for the first half. But, we've, but both teams have only had one shot on goal. Yeah. Um, I don't, so that means I think they did. I don't think you can count a goal that's a VAR shot that's disallowed. So it was that save from Steele. Yeah. There was a good save from Steele where really you would have thought Rashford should have done better with that. R- Rashford has had three or four really good chances. He might not have hit the target, but they have been bloody good chances. And uh, yeah, let's just keep an eye on him. I said let's clatter him if possible. Absolutely. And um, yeah, well, we'll come back. Hopefully we'll, we'll come back in the second half and uh, hopefully we'll still be ahead. But we'll see. But I do think anything can happen really still. Yeah, too right. Yeah, come on Seagulls. At the Albion. So it's 94 minutes, two minutes to go, Nick. It's 3-1 to the Albion. We just saw Fatty just miss possibly the best chance he could have got for a debut goal. Just missed it. Nick, you still think we're going to lose 4-3 in the next two minutes? We've got two minutes to cop this up, but we're listening to that Ole football. Ole football at Old Trafford. (laughs) It's been absolutely brilliant. It's been fantastic. For 22 years, I've lived in Stretford. And this is the first time I've here at Old Trafford to see us beat United. And we have looked by far the better team. <laughs> and we now want our ball back. Yeah, it's fantastic, mate. This is unbelievable. Let's just make sure we don't see the late one. And, and, uh, and that cheer that Fatty got when he came on as well. Oh, um, he, I mean, obviously, he's got a lot to learn and it's his first game and all that sort of stuff. And he, let's face it, he's at Old Trafford, he's not a Luton. But even so, he's, um, he's looked good, the couple of touches yeah, he's had, hasn't yeah, he? He's looked really good. I mean, that save was a hell of a save as well. But, yeah, I mean, we could have had five or six. Yeah, yeah. What? That's reference back to the cup final. Yes. <laughs> So here we go, it's coming back up our way. We've still got another 30 seconds, 30 seconds of added on time. A bit premature with their whistling here, the Albion fans. Not a lot left here from United, are there? It looks pretty empty. I can see more seats than I can see people. Yeah. Just keep it out, lads, for this last few seconds. Absolutely, they're just in our penalty area now. Uh, but there we go, the sure feet of sure feet of Lewis Dunk, yeah. clearing it for Dunk a throw. Has been absolute magnificent, hasn't he? Just been and and Van Heck has oh Van Heck done yeah, well too. Done absolutely superb. Obviously, their goal was at the other end, so we didn't really see whose fault that was. Let's just enjoy the singing. Albion win 3 1 at Old Trafford. Again, again, again. again. Thank you very much, Manchester. Great, so we've just left the ground. I'm with Alison and Ahmed and David. And, uh, yeah, just your thoughts after the match. What a win. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, I predicted a 3-2 win for Brighton, but I'll take a 3-1 all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. Likewise, I predicted goals, and, yeah, we, I, in fact, I predicted four goals, but I wasn't quite sure how they'd be split, so this is better. Perfect. And it's also certainty that there is uh, a break in the space-time continuum because we actually got a VAR result that went our way. Yes, 
at Old Trafford and it would have been through to you if it hadn't been for that so you would have got your result Ahmed yeah exactly I know totally I mean we could have really had uh, four goals yes uh, the yeah. last goal from uh, Fatty yeah. yeah. could have scored you could have yeah. scored so yeah. unfortunate but maybe it was first uh, you know first time playing for Brighton nerves but and it's a big stage yeah, he's got a point to prove, yeah. hasn't he? I think he'll, yeah. he'll, he will start finding his feet. Yeah, and there were times, I thought, uh, when Adingra looked a little bit muscled off the ball, but at the same time, I thought in the main, he had quite a good match. Yeah, he did yeah. have a good match. I think Pedro also was very good today. Yeah, yeah, yes. when, he, when he came on, yeah. yeah Obviously, Adingra set up that goal from the right. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. fantastic. Great, right, well... Thanks, Ahmed. Thanks, Alison. Have a safe journey back. I'm going to go and chat to David now. Yeah. I think. Uh, so over to David then. Yeah. I, I think we we had a bit of a wobble when they scored, but then yeah. we then we took back control, and after then, after that, there was never any doubt about the uh, the result. And they and and actually the stadium. All of a sudden, the fans got behind them when they scored that goal, and that made a big decision, big difference. Because the rest of the time, it was like a library, wasn't it? Football yeah. in a library. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think we completely we completely owned them. Really, it was a fantastic performance. Um, um, my man of the match. Well, I would give it jointly actually to Dunk and, and to Gross. I thought Gross had a fantastic match. He uh, he just so calm, just uh, built up the play and took his goal beautifully. Absolutely. Well, D- Gross had to get his his um, his goal at Man United because he always gets a goal at United. I'm wondering how many he's got now. It must be uh, must Don't be getting get one for. Oh, sorry. Must because he scored against him at the Amex as well, obviously. So yeah, must must be well over five, probably probably getting on for double figures now. I would have thought. Yeah, he's um, doing well, yeah. doing well. And um, and what about Van Heck as well? We were saying, although obviously Dunk played really well, Van Heck too. I thought he had a brilliant brilliant match. So calm and used the ball well, um, defended well when he had to. Um, yeah, best. Uh, yeah, um, Webster's going to find it very difficult to get back in the side now. I would have yeah. thought. Yeah, although with the rotation, he's he's going to get he's going to get games, yeah. isn't he? So. No, no doubt. But um, yeah, I, I I feel so much more. Uh, uh, it feels so much more secure with Veltman and uh, Van Hecker in, and uh, I thought that was the case when they when they both came back against Newcastle. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful day out. Yes, what a great day out, what a grand day out. And, um, and I believe you're going for a pint with Nick in a minute as well. I am, man. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I've lost my voice. So, uh. <laughs> you, need, you need some liquid refreshment to, 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 to get that, those um, vocal... I need to lubricate the throat, yes, yes. certainly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. So we're walking through Gorse Hill, south out of Stretford. Um, past all of the all of the cars that are stuck in a traffic jam, and depressed, um, depressed United, depressed fans. United fans, unfortunately. Uh, okay. But I mean, we're not gloating because obviously this is usually us. Uh, but obviously tonight and today, we won three um, one. We were just saying, uh, obviously there, there. Uh, I think he's a new player for them who came on forty six. He scored their goal. That was a cracker of a goal. Yeah. Uh, and um, the person who runs the Man United Superstore will be rubbing their hands because they can get all those Fellaini wigs that they've got in a warehouse somewhere. Get them out, put a little bit of orange dye on them, and they'll be able to sell them. But uh, yeah, no, um, yeah. Uh, sorry, we're just talking about route. Yeah, we can cut. I think we can cut through this car park. Lidl. Yeah, through the, going through Lidl. There we go. Ah, that was not a little result. That was a massive result. Thank you very much for that. Absolutely. <laughs> when you think that our, our wage bill is a little wage bill, um, they are definitely on a waitrose wage, wage bill. What they spend at United. So um, yeah, it's uh, an interesting. Day. But um, at the same time, I reckon United, uh, Tan Hag, he's done well with them, you know. So and um, and Marcus Rashford, we were saying, looked like their best player. Yeah. He he looked dangerous every time he had the ball, but he kind of tailed off towards the second half. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually don't care about Rashford and United anymore. We beat him three-one and de- deservedly so. So <laughs> Robert deservedly so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who gives a toss anymore about them? You know I mean, like I said, that was one of the best performances I've seen in well live in a long time and uh, yeah just to beat him again at Old Trafford is just superb and we've improved on last year as well haven't we 3-1 this time oh it was so good so and all, good all the mind games from our United fans friends who yeah. um, who's told us that oh yeah you'll definitely beat us 
well, yeah, for once, <laughs> they didn't work on us because we actually did win. Yeah. Uh, and we filled a B team as well. Yeah. Uh, so if we can beat them with our B team with seven yeah. changes, then uh, because we started rotating because we've got a busy couple of weeks coming ahead now, yeah, um, we, yeah we're doing all right, aren't we? Well, third in the league. Um, United, what, six points, we've got 12. So, you know, they must be scared of a top, top four team now. You know, what have we got to fear from anybody? If you were someone and you said, what, what's the Champions League team that was playing today... Oh. You know, yeah. and which was the Europa yeah. League team? I think you'd have probably got a different I response know. to the actual answer, wouldn't well, you? Well, I'm trying to think of who was our man of the match because they were all so good. But I think you know, between us, even though it was a defender, I still put Donkey down as our man of the match. Yeah, I think so. Um, we were saying how um, uh, when you, they were playing out from the back in the first half, they were coming from us, and it it, it wasn't as nervous. But it didn't look as scary to us. Then passing yeah. the ball through the back but when it was the second half and they were far away from us it was a lot harder to tell yeah, yeah. how close the ball was and it was a yeah um, you still thought you, at some point we were going to lose 4-3 didn't you Nick yeah I, thought, yeah, I mean I'm, I'm still that sort of Brighton fan stuck, stuck in the 90s um, <laughs> yeah it's very hard to break that mentality <laughs> know, though isn't it I know but I mean you know 3-0 three, three it was in 72 minutes or something and then they go and score you know they had plenty of time to get three more yeah but, um, <laughs> yeah, they absolutely did we said but that they, no, like they we, could easily I mean when you you know you look back and that, if you were a neutral we were just basically the better team by a country mile so you know we deserved that 3-1 we probably should have had 4 they had their chances though they just didn't finish them no, that was no. the thing and uh, yeah uh, and, uh, and, we, and we talked during the match also about Fatty's uh, opportunity to score a goal on his debut as well yeah. uh, so that was a shame but as you say it was a good save yeah it was a very good save and it was nice to see him come on nice to see um, Petro come on and score his goal as well so I mean it's faultless I, I literally can't think of anything Apart from that first five minutes, I can't think of anything bad to say about that performance. Um, well, apart from the fact we still haven't managed to keep a clean sheet this season. We, we, we seem to be having a lot, of ga- a lot of games that we've won 3-1. Yeah, it keeps it interesting, doesn't it? Keep you on the edge of your seat and allows yeah. me to moan about it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, what can you say? It's, it's just brilliant. I just can't believe I'm watching the team like this. And it's Brighton. I have know? to pinch myself. Yeah. As I say, having lived in Manchester for 22 years... Uh, my kids having gone to the school literally uh, half a mile from the ground uh, and, and always sort of, uh, yeah, United always having sort of been that dominant team. Uh, but yeah, to get that win today was just superb. And as you can tell, my voice is gone. So we'll wrap up, shall we? Yeah. Wrap up uh, and, uh, and, and say goodbye to Russ. And we've got a few games away uh, in the future. We're going to Villa. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to do something from there and uh, we'll be with the others. Our European tour, going to Ajax going to Ajax in Brighton we're going to watch Ajax play Brighton but yeah yeah, I don't although I haven't got tickets to go overseas I unfortunately it's nearly Europe for us isn't it it's nearly (laughs) Europe yeah I mean new what they say um, Eastbourne sorry New Haven for the continent Eastbourne for the incontinent (laughs) so um, so we're we're nearly there right well we'll say goodbye Uh, so we'll hand back to you Russell Uh, up the Albion stand or fall you got it the wrong way round stand or fall And so here we are on the train back from wherever the hell we've been. We're on the train. We're on the train. We've been to the Bromley game. With Bromley have won by three goals to nil, Peter, haven't they? I mean, we seem so. Not that we were paying attention that much. But and also, the final score didn't actually we didn't actually see it, so I'm assuming so. We we walked out before the end, but it was probably three nil, and it was a fantastic game. I'm sure it was. Uh, it was a good game, I think. Romney deserve to win. Yeah, it's quite it's quite a lovely lovely weather and all the other stuff that goes besides. Who else won today, Peter? As we've heard from our friends Alistair and Nick today. I mean, uh, Huddersfield beat Rotherham. That could be one of the games I'm talking about. Also, uh, you mean that you know Man U beat Brighton? Man U beat Brighton. Well, no, that's not right. Is it? No, it's uh. No, it's the other way around. Maybe no. the other way around. Oh no, Brighton beat Man U. Yeah. Oh, again, I, again. I just assumed because they're a much oh, bigger club, you know, that they'll be so boring. The same result every time, isn't it? What's that? Four in a row in the league? The league yeah, gonna be four in a row. Yes, we've won three-one at Old Trafford. They've got some consolation points, but effectively, we actually battered the fuckers, didn't we? By all accounts. I mean, but yeah, if you believe the Guardians, they're like it's their reserve team, and we had our first team out. If you ignore the fact that half our team arrested. You know. Yeah, no Estepina, and that that's saying something. We don't often rest no. him to start with. You don't rest opinion him often. Rest opinion. No, we don't rest opinion. Rest opinion. Who else? Ferguson was out. Ferguson was out. March. Yeah. Uh, Pedro didn't start. Um, 
Gilma didn't start. Yeah, and we weren't there either. No, no I didn't yeah. start. But yeah. Bruggen didn't start. He'd been obviously done pretty yeah. well the last few games. Uh, yeah, and then Seat obviously was injured. So, you know. So, United lost comfortably to our second team. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or not, you know, second. I don't think we have a second team anymore. I think we have a very much a two teams, and they can equally into, you know, Interspersed well, to each other, you know. Exactly. I mean, you've heard from Alistair and Nick and the rest of them. You've at this point, you're listening back and you're listening to all the various things that they've said, the observations of the game. We've not, as we're recording yeah. this, we've not yet seen ha- the game. Having, having, but having heard or seen stuff on Twitter and seen stuff online, the two big things for me are Van Hecker and Lamptey. They're the two. Obviously, the Lamptey started the yeah, game and had a really good game from the sound yeah. of it, and was involved in two of the goals. And yeah, it's yeah on his wrong side as well. He's not his right normal side. Yeah, I'm chef's big kiss- thing. I'm chef's kissing galore yeah. here, by the way. And the uh, Van Hecker again had another good game when he's you know obviously been you know wanted to play regular first team football and he's now playing in the Premier League and he looks like he's well up for it. A dinger as well started for the first time I think. Yeah. Right? I, think, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. So you know we've had some yeah big things today. So and we went there and stuffed them and that is huge. It's a big big thing. Four wins in a row in the league. Yeah. Absolutely love being Man United. I love it. I, I despise Man U. It's literally I the, can't stand them. It's literally I the team all the team all the all the big you know, glory hunting arseholes that I, I've ever met in my life. Man, you fans are worse, and I despise them. And they're, they're also the fault for all the Premier League money and all the. Their club was the one who pushed all the Premier League money and the, the problems with the Premier League and the reason that lower league clubs don't get any money as yeah. well. So I hate that club so much. And it's so lovely to beat them. Benefits from decision making. Hopefully, we'll get the same when we go and play. Uh, you know, the, the Etihad in, three, in a few weeks and we get the same result there. Although I'm not confident about that one. Yeah, last season uh, we went to Old Trafford, we got our first ever win there. Uh, could we get our first ever win at the Etihad in that match? We deserve it, it's possible, I think. Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's likely, but it's possible. It's possible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's the sort of manager who can get a result there because he's just so... Yeah. I mean, look at where we played him against him at home in that end of season game. We yeah. both played, rested a lot of players. We, we have, you know, we haven't them for a quite long time. We actually a real go at them, and yeah. and we scored a brilliant goal. And um, in terms of upcoming games, we've got AK Athens in our first ever European game coming up this Thursday. Can't uh, wait! Can't wait for it. Uh, we talked earlier about the Marseille scenario and all the rest of it. Yeah, I think um, taking that out of the equation, though, how do you think this is going to? Well, go I think for? today was a sign. The team he picked was a sign of how seriously he's taking that game. Yeah. So I, I would say we can team today. Yeah, I, I would say on paper a weakened team. Yeah, didn't sound like it was on in reality, but on paper a weakened team. Certain players like Estupinian and March, who are very much guaranteed a place on the like rested Ferguson. Rested, you know, there's all those people he's been injured. I would say that was a weakened team compared to what maybe Deserby might think our first team is, because that game is huge. It could not. I could, I cannot underestimate on how much it's it's a home game against the on paper four seeds. I don't think there is a four seed. Look. I think the group is all pretty even. I think the group is very very even. But on paper the four seeds start there with a loss or even a draw and we're on the back foot. So we will win and we got no pressure going to Marseille. We got like you know any result we get there is a good result. Huge huge game on Thursday. And I think he has chosen the team today based on that and the team have gone and won so in a way he's got some decisions to make on, on Thursday now yeah how, how do you drop Lamptey how do you drop players like that you know that's an interesting one isn't it how do you drop XYZ based on today the Hood midfield played you know well apparently you know generally you know uh, Adingra how do you drop these players when they've come in and played well it's gone under the radar hasn't it the, the, the importance and the significance of this game on Thursday yeah I mean it's, it's a game which not for me hasn't it, it is yeah, but for a lot of people, no one's really talked about it. the biggest game, barring Hereford and the Doncaster in our history. Yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone thought, yes, the first game in Europe is going to be significant in that sense. But in terms of getting a result, yeah. getting business done, no one's really thought about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I said no one, you have. But most people have not thought about it in terms of... Well, Deserby obviously has given the team he picked today. Yeah, so there we are again with Deserby staying on top of it, on top of the game. What we're saying is I, my brain's up there with Deserby's. Isn't it though, Peter? Isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about the noise in the background. We're on the train. 
a window's open somewhere. Oh, what, what the hell, what the hell. However, we've had a good day out. We've seen Bromley win, our designated home, de home team for the day. Meantime, we've heard the Albion's fortunes unfolding in the background on Twitter, on the phone, etc. A win for the Albion. Uh, we go on to Thursday. On the back of that, uh, how are you feeling about the season so far? I mean, I'm genuinely stunned again. We've we moved on, barring West Ham game, which is a bit of a lesson in some ways. Although, obviously, we created a lot of chances. We've just moved on from selling £200 million basically worth of talent. And it, it's stunning. We haven't even played one of our record players, one of our big signings yet. We've played, I think one of the other ones had two starts of the five. He's not like they had loads of starts. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, Deserby is literally a god. Literally I god. I don't think think you can even understand. Yeah, I think that's even underestimating him. He's genuinely. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, as long as we have him, I'm going to love him, and yeah, he, and then he'll go with whatever, you know. Hopefully not in the season. Hopefully he'll go mid season. He won't go mid season, but he he's going to be one of the best managers of all time. Genuinely it's, believe it's, that. It sounds to me as if we need to get a restraining order taken out against you, Pete. <laughs> anyway, and those kids but in you, the background thought you, that was but funny. You, but you know that I'm never really a huge fan of Potter. Yeah, I was never that bigger. Deserve he is. But you've gone the other extreme of this guy, haven't you? Well, I think most Brighton fans have, haven't they? It's like literally. Yeah, probably have. Yeah. He is genuinely like. I mean, the way he's what he's done with his team. I mean, Tolly March. Oh. Just as an example, Tolly March. Yeah. Know, this time last year and December last year, he missed that uh, penalty at Charlton. And I don't think I walked away. I talked to my dad, and I think I don't think I'll ever score a, a goal again. He's got ten Premier League goals in that time since then. That year, less than a year. We're talking to Johnny Cantor on the last <coughs> episode. Oh, are we going to win? Are we going to win a, our first ever title this season? As in a, it's a, a proper very, major very, trophy. Very difficult one because it's all. It'll have to be a cup, and a cup is not predictable. It's one-off games. Isn't the paradox not... that we might be at something like the League Cup, and the League Cup is something that we probably won't give precedence to? Yeah, exactly. It? So it's yeah. it's a bit impossible to say in a sense. I'm wondering if it might be next season, maybe rather than this season. If he stays, if we're not in Europe, and it's we can give precedence to the cups. Yeah, I'd say almost we got too many cups this year with Europe, and it. Yeah, it, we're not going to win Premier League. I think we all agree that as much as we've been great so far, we're not going to Premier League. So we're left with cups, and we've got three cups this year, which means we're probably going to get knocked out by Chelsea because we'll play a, a pretty, very very weak inside against Chelsea because we're in a run of completely mental fixtures. Mm. I'm going to Chelsea, and I really hope we do well. And. I, I'm actually really interested to see some of the players like Igor Julio who hasn't played yet that sort of thing but I'm well aware we'll probably get knocked out because they will have not much on they won't want a trophy and we'll probably want to just want to be focusing on the, the Europa League this time and the league so I imagine they'll probably beat us quite comfortably wouldn't that make it all the better if we, oh, we did absolutely beat them, yeah. happened be to beat them yeah. Yeah. it'd be amazing if we beat them but yeah. I don't think we will because I think they've got a lot of very very good quality players and probably the ones who aren't first choice probably, in a way are probably better mixed than the ones who are hmm. in a way so they will play probably like a half reserve team and do well and we'll play probably a complete reserve team because we've got like nine, uh, seven games in 23 days which we're not used to yeah so well the next episode we won't go into too much analysis on the Man United game as we're recording this we haven't seen the game we will probably talk about that a little bit on Match Day Special. So I don't know. If we, we might do something. We might do something remotely on Zoom, possibly. Uh, don't know yet. But we're going to do a Match Day Special for the AK Athens game, which is our first ever European match, a home match. Mental. This coming Thursday. We're playing a European game. We're playing we were watching like, TV, weren't we, oh. earlier? And it was like coming across the screen with the European games yeah, yeah. coming up. And we were one of them. It's just like... It, it's just insane. It's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. It's just like, I mean, it's, 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 it's like, is it something you dreamed of? Like, I didn't even dream of it because I don't think it seemed that possible where we were before. We're going to the Amsterdam Arena. We're going to yeah. the Velodrome. Well, I'm not, but you are. Uh, we're going to Athens grounds. We're going potentially beyond that. We could feasibly finish second in the group, as Johnny Cantor said. We could finish second in the group, drop out uh, or have a playoff against Barcelona. Or someone like or that. Or Dortmund, or something or like Dortmund. that. One of the Dortmund's my of Europe. Dortmund's my favourite. I mean, the ground is supposed to be crazy. Incredible so. times, isn't it? Incredible times. 
whatever happens, we've got some great times to look forward to. We'll wrap it up there for now. Thank you again to Alistair, to Nick and the rest of them for doing the match day special from our game at Old Trafford, where we won 3-1. My God, did I enjoy that. Did we win 3-1? Yeah, we did. I wasn't there, but Who I knew? really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, Peter. And we've, we move on. We've got AK Athens coming up on Thursday. We have got a recording that we've done with the gent, Raymond, the, Raymond Wright, the gent, and Phil Dennett, who's written a book about the Albion. That is a an episode that's coming up. It will probably be the next thing you hear before we do a thing on Thursday. That is to do with a new book about strikers that Phil Dennis has, has uh, written. It's not a train come, is it? Not, not that kind of striking. We're used to that kind of striking. No, it's to do with the Michael Robinson, Tommy Cook, Charlie Webb, Bobby Zamora type of striking. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, that will probably be our next episode. But in terms of match day stuff, it's going down to Thursday. Match day special from Brighton Town Centre slash City Centre and from the ground until then Peter I bid you farewell and I say stand or fall up the Albion and thank you to the local rail service for giving us some background as well but hopefully you haven't heard that if you have whatever let's do that again stand or fall up the Albion And in fact, we're going to do that stand or fall up the Albion thing one more time in just a moment because I'm doing a follow-up here just the day after the game. And um, fantastic. What a fantastic performance. Brighton forward Danny Welbeck told BBC Sport after the game, everywhere we go, we want those three points, home or away. If we set up well, we can get the win. We did that today and played really well. It was a tough period for me at Watford. The club environment was not as good as it is at Brighton. For me personally, I was also coming back from a serious injury. We have a great set of lads here. We fight for each other every day and it shows on the pitch. We're a team that does the basics with quality on top. The way the gaffer sets up the team is just brilliant. We have to take it a game at a time. The next game is the most important. We have an historic first game in Europe on Thursday. It is going to be a long season. We have a big squad with incredible players and everyone will play their part. It is not worth looking too far ahead. Only after Christmas can you start making um, your targets. So that was Danny Welbeck after the Albion's win. Uh, manager Roberto De Zerbi, speaking to Sky Sports, said, We played a great, great game. We deserve to win. We played well. In the first 15, 20 minutes, we suffered a lot because United played in a different way than we prepared for. But after that, we played a great game. I think the game was changed when we kept the ball. In that moment, their pressure was strong and to keep the ball helped us to control the game. And then we have four attackers who are very fast and very good. We have to keep our style when we are losing, when we are winning. We can't forget our DNA because the game can change and it's bad when the result can change our style. We are working to not lose our characteristic, our quality and to score more goals. We scored three, but had chances to score again. On his experience with Brighton, he said, I must admit, I feel I know I'm very lucky to be this coach for this team. It's like a dream, because I'm enjoying it a lot, enjoying to watch my team playing, showing their quality. It's an honour, I'm proud. And on the Europa League, uh, starting up this Thursday, he said, Thursday will be a historic day for us, the fans, the club, the owner. Uh, we aim to play uh, well and to keep our heads uh, for the memory of the day. So, you know, he's absolutely loving it. We're loving it. And it's a superb result, really, from the weekend. Um, four times in a row we beat them in the league now. Um, and it's also Danny Welbeck's fourth goal against Manchester United. Now, on, on, apparently this is the first player to reach four goals scoring against Manchester United, having been a former player of that club. So he's reached a milestone there. It's also the first time since I think the 80s, would you believe, that Manchester United have failed to win in three of their first five games of a season. Um, disappointingly, former player, of course it had to be, didn't it? Former player Leandro Trossard scored a late winner as Arsenal won their match at Everton. They were really struggling, I think, by the looks of it. That put us back down to fifth place. We were fourth place overnight. So the table as it stands is City 15 points and a plus 11, Spurs 13 points and a plus 8, same as Liverpool, 
and Arsenal, uh, and then oh Arsenal with a plus five, and then us on twelve with plus eight goal difference. We have West Ham a couple of points behind us, and Villa another point behind. Poor old Palace, who threw away a lead to lose to Villa, are down in eighth place on seven, now five points behind us. Um, in terms of the game, uh, I've watched it back now to see the extended highlights. And we dominated the match. I'm not even sure the editing quite reflected what I've been hearing from people that are at the game. But we did dominate the match. The goals there, from, um, particularly from Danny Welbeck, um, scoring that first one. We just passed the ball through them, really. Then we had the, the other goals. Um, Pascal Grosch's goal was fantastic. Um, the little shimmy and, and uh, dummy uh, to create the space to have a, a clearer shot at goal was superb. After some great work from Tarek Lamptey, and what a pleasure it is to see Tarek back flying down those wings, in this case on the left-hand side, which uh, really threw a cat amongst the pigeons, I think, for, for Man United, um, or a seagull amongst the pigeons in this case. And uh, yeah, a great, great build-up work. And the third goal just finished things off, Trao Pedro. One of those goals, a 30-pass move. I mean, that is the kind of quality we're playing. Um, some of the um, bookies had us down as slight favourites. Some had Manu as slight favourites. They have had a mixed start to the season, United. But uh, I think the one thing with us is we've been consistently good, even in the West Ham match. Most pundits have said that we were the better side. We possibly deserve to win, certainly deserve something from the game. And in all the other matches, we have deservedly won the games. This game, the only interesting thing, as alluded to there in the interview by Roberto De Zerbi with BBC, was that um, they did start well, United. And they, they had some chances, Rashford in particular, um, causing some problems. Van Hecker, I think, was dealing with him quite well, though, actually. He was making things difficult for him. And they weren't able to break through. They did have, of course, of course that controversial offside, uh, sorry, um, disallowed goal, uh, as a controversial, some Man United fans are trying to make it controversial, it did go just over the line, we're not talking Kaoru Mitama for Japan in the World Cup here, this ball had just crossed the line, came into the middle, and it looked like Hoyland, or Hooland, I think it's pronounced, um, had scored his first goal for Man United on the occasion of his first start, but he didn't, um, that meant uh, we kept our advantage, we kept going, and eventually won uh, well, 3-1 in the end, of course. They pulled one back near the end. I think um, a good goal, actually, from the new sideshow Bob um, called Hannibal, believe it or not. Uh, you know, he won't be having much to feed on in a game against the Albion, but that was a good goal, actually, from him, to be fair to him. And that was a consolation pretty soon after we got our third. But a comprehensive victory, absolutely delighted with it. And we move on now to the European game on Thursday. But before we do, there's a couple of other bits of feedback, actually, which I loved. Um Gary Neville, with his further analysis on Sky Sports News, um, I've called a, a clip of that on the Sky Sports News this morning, um, actually on Monday morning, which suggested that uh, he thought that United are just not very good at the moment. And he said that's not hysteria. He just thinks, arbitrarily thinking, they're just so far behind the curve in terms of the top sides. And he said he was not in the least bit surprised, neither was Mark Bosnich, former Man United goalkeeper, um, that... The Albion won the game and um, in fact Gary Neville described it as a dismantling. He said Brighton dismantled Manchester United because he's got to say their, fur, or their full name whenever he mentions them hasn't he. Anyway he, he said it was a dismantling and I, I can't disagree with him. But what was most quirky this morning on Sky Sports News was England who uh, won the Rugby Union World Cup match against Japan quite comfortably um, scored a try after Joe Marler, Eastbourne born Joe Marler, um, inadvertently headed the ball forwards, um, <clears throat> leading to a try between the posts. And in response to that, being interviewed on the TV, he said the following. Joe, um, an assist like no other. Yeah. Did you mean it? Of course I did. That's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was practising with Coley and Jamie George in our activation back at the hotel. We were doing some of that, getting us fired up. And I take huge inspiration from um, Robert De Zerbi and his mighty seagulls doing a demolition job on United yesterday. And uh, just taking huge inspiration from them and finding a way to, to help the boys score. <laughs> Fantastic there from Joe Marler. I've got a funny feeling he might be a Brighton fan. 
<laughs> um, there was actually an exchange on Twitter, now known as X, um, where Sky Sports said, uh, just described that and put the clip up and said, um, you know, he was joking after the game about this. And there's a re- response from Joe Marler saying, I wasn't joking. <laughs> Brighton of Albion's Twitter account has, of course, got involved saying, give us a call after the tournament. We might need some help with set pieces. So fantastic bit of banter going on there. And um, yeah, just even more coverage on the Albion than we ever thought. Uh, Rob Union post-match uh, interviews seem to be talking about us now as well. Incredible. Uh, lots more glowing reviews on Match of the Day. We were first up on Match of the Day, uh, which is uh, not often the case, and um, pretty favourable. Most of it was about us at first. Uh, they, they got all the praise out of the way, and then they went on to discuss United, and that's fine by me. Uh, decent coverage for a change there <laughs> in terms of the analysis balance. Um, so that's it, really. Yeah, I mean, superb stuff. Um, we are really delighted with where we are so far, aren't we? 12 points out of a possible 15 to start the season and we move on now to the European game. I cannot wait. Um, We will be doing a match day special from that. The game, of course, on Thursday of this week coming. And in the meantime, you stay tuned for the interview that the gent, Raymond Wright, and I did with Phil Dennett, who's an author and journalist who's written a third book, on Albion Strikers. The first of them was Tommy Cook. The second was on Charlie Webb. The third is on Albion Strikers in general. Um, So listen out for that. Uh, An interesting interview. That will be our next episode. Thanks again to Alistair, Nick and the rest of the gang up in Manchester. Thanks to my co-host Peter for the match day uh, recording that we did from Bromley. And thank you all to listening as always. If you can, please rate and review us. Uh, you can do so hitting five stars and writing reviews on Apple. You can also get um, ratings on Spotify now. It's a little bit hard to see, but at the top of the page, there is the option um, to click on a, a rating there as well. Please do if you can. It would help us with our ratings and reviews and with the possibility of getting on some exciting new guests. Speaking of which, there are things in the works. Anyway, thank you again to everyone for listening. And until next time, stand or fall, up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.